Yes, and we're back again after a short break, and we're in Ezekiel chapter 37, and we're talking about the two sticks. And this is the uh, reuniting of the two sections of, of, uh, of Israel, the northern ten tribes and the southern two tribes, which was called Judah. And he says, you take two sticks and you write uh, uh, write on them um, the names uh, for Judah and for the children of Israel. Uh, and he take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companions. And then he says this in verse 17, Ezekiel 37, and join them one to another into one stick and they shall become one in thine hand. And so Israel will come together, its northern section and its southern section, and it will be. Now, has that happened yet? No, because the rapture hasn't occurred yet. But this all happens after the Let's continue reading. Verse 18, chapter 37. And when the children of thy people shall speak unto thee, saying, Wilt thou not show us what thou meanest by these? Thus saith unto, say unto them, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim and the tribes of Israel, his fellows, and will put them with him, even the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they shall be one in my hand. Fast forward to verse 22, it says, and I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king to them all, and they shall be no more two nations. Neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms any more at all. Happens after the rapture, folks. So we've talked about God's rebuke of Israel, his restoration, the revival in the Valley of Dry Bones, the reuniting of the two sticks. Oh, boy. And so we're going to go on to Ezekiel chapter 38. Oh, by the way, let's go back to chapter 37 about the one king. Verse, uh, yeah, I was going to. Yeah. 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 Verse 24, it says, and David, my servant, shall be king over them and they all shall have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments and observe by statutes and do them. And they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob, my servant. And so isn't that interesting? Verse 26, moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I will place them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Yea, I will be their God. They shall be my people. And the heathen shall know that I, the Lord, do sanctify Israel when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. That hasn't happened yet. Not yet. But here's a promise from God himself. And, and Ezekiel was told to write it down. And by the way, I believe God dictated his word to men of God who wrote down what he said. Yep. And Ezekiel did. Mm -hmm. Oh, so now let's see. Um, so far in our lesson, we see Israel has, has been rebuked, been 
revived, then they've been restored, they've been uh, revived, they've been reunited, and they're in the land. I've got an interesting chart here in my Bible. It says the restoration stages of Israel in Ezekiel 37. The scattered bones is Israel in dispersion. Yeah. The sinews connected to the bones is the pre-1948 gathering. Okay. The flesh on the bones is Israel becomes a nation, which is their present status. Present status. That's and correct. When the skin covers the body, that's Israel during the tribulation. Yep. And when God puts his actual, breathes his spirit into the nation uh, or breath into the body is Israel after their national conversion. That's it. Okay. That's, that's a good picture. Yeah. Okay. You taught my whole lesson. No, no, you didn't. I got more. I got more. So, so much more. I know you do. And I have a hard time uh, getting all of it in. So, so now let's take a look. The dry bones have got flesh and, 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 and breath in them now. Yep. And the two sticks have been reunited and they're one nation. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. Yeah. But wait. But wait. There's more. <laughs> Ezekiel 38. And the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Oh boy, this, this is, it could be frightening depending, depending on who you are and, and who you, to whom you belong. Son of man, set thy face against Gog. That word Gog means uh, a chief of some nation, the head of, of a nation. Set thy, uh, set thy face against Gog and the land of Magog, and that's the land over which he is the chief prince. Because then he says the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal and prophesy against him. And thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws and I will bring thee forth all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords from Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmets. Gomer, that's Germany, and all his bands in the house of Togarma, of the north quarters, and all his bands, and many people with thee. Mm -hmm. I got written down Turkey. Togarma is Turkey and yep. Syria. Is that correct? That's yes. correct. Okay. That's correct. Togarma is Turkey. All right. And and if you notice, mostly Islamic nations. Mostly. Except for Gomer and all his bands. That's Germany. That's Germany. Yeah. That's the, 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 that was Nazism because, you know, they they purged the Jews, killed Jews yeah. as a nation. They did that. But this is going to happen after the rapture now. And God is going to bring these people out of the north. Uh -huh. Now, let me tell you something. I had a flat map of the, of the earth. I used to lay it out on the basement floor. I can't find I It's in my book bookcase someplace down there. And I, when I was studying this, I looked at where Jerusalem was and where Moscow was. 
And if you would take one straight line north. directly north from Jerusalem, you will hit Moscow. Yes. So what is this? This is the, now it had to be start with an R, right? Because all of my other points started with R. This is the Russian invasion of Israel. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. The Russians are going to invade Israel. And there are some biblical scholars that believe that that will be a Russian slash Chinese federation. It could well be. And then it says this in chapter 38 of Ezekiel, verse 7, Be thou prepared and prepare for thyself thou and all the company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. For many days shalt thou be visited. In the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. But wait a minute. This army says this, and, and thou shalt ascend and come like a storm. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land, thou and all thy bands and many people with thee. And he's talking to this Gog and Magog. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought, and thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are rest that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. Israel, restored, revived, regathered. And then here comes the purpose. Chapter 38 of Ezekiel, verse 12, to take a spoil and to take a prey to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited. Israel, which was desolate, now it's inhabited. And, the, and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations. We've already seen that God's going to gather them out of every nation under heaven, which have gotten cattle and goods that dwell in the midst of the land, Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish, with all the young lines thereof, shall say unto thee, who are they going to say unto? Gog, Magog, yeah. and those nasty people that are gathered to make war against Israel. Yeah. And so these, these people are going to say to, the, to this army, um, uh, as, uh, Art thou come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered the guy company to take a prey, to carry away silver and gold, to take away cattle, goods to take a great spoil? Now, who are Sheba and Dedan, for crying out loud? You know who they are? Isn't it amazing that there are two cities right now, as we speak, major cities in Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. called Sheba and Dedan. Do you mean that the Saudis will come to the aid of Israel? It appears that way. Yeah, it appears that way. And who are the merchants of Tarshish? Well, there's a lot of conjecture about that. I think it might be the British, uh, the yeah. UK, maybe. It'll, it'll, it might be a yeah. European Union alliance. That, that And that could be. What, is it NATO, maybe? It possible. Is it the United Nations, maybe? 
Uh, I don't think it's the United Nations. Uh, is it the European Union? I, I think the United Nations at that point may be dead. Okay, that's possible. Uh, but I think it could be a European alliance. Now, that brings a question to my mind, Curtis. Mm. And I have asked mm -hmm. men of God this question. Mm -hmm. Do you see the United States ever mentioned? No. In not, prophecy. Not by name. Not by name. How about by some other name? And they say still no. Possibly. It's possible the merchants of Tarshish because... Um, and, the, and the young lions and uh, the, in verse... Um, 13. It's 13. 13. And the young lions, therefore. So yeah. So so who, who are the young lions uh, of their... The two biggest merchants in the in the world at one time were the United Kingdom, England, and right. and Spain. And and if you look at uh, another something that might connect them in this prophecy uh, is the term "young lions." Uh, if you look at the nations that have a lion in their in their in their crest or in their symbol, yeah. their national mm -hmm. symbol, Spain, Portugal, yep. Um, uh, Australia, yep, the UK. That's right. So we might be part of that European Union at that time. We don't know, but it's not a lead pipe cinch. No, but we're not mentioned by name as a mm -hmm. as a major player in in this scenario. Mm -hmm. But America has greatly befriended Israel until just recently. Oh boy. And, uh, Ever since about 2008. Don't mess around with Israel. When, Obama, when Obama was elected president, mm -hmm. uh, that's when it took us the, uh, a pretty sharp turn. Mm -hmm. So let's just say that Israel is not, I mean, that the United mm -hmm. States is not mentioned by name, but possibly because right now, who are the leading sea merchants in the, in the, uh, in the world? Well, we're one of them. We're China's one of another them. one. Yep. And so, yeah, so we, we can't know for certain. Anyway, uh, let's go to, um, and, and this is all, this is all about the uh, Israel in the land after the rapture. Chapter 38, verse 14. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto Gog, thus saith the Lord God, in that day when my people of Israel dwelleth safely, shalt thou not know it? You know, guy, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And thou shalt come from the place out of the north parts. Thou and many people with thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company, a mighty army. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days. And that word latter uh, in our um, English parlance means the last of the last. Yeah. And I will bring thee against my land and the heathen may know me when I shall be sanctified in thee, O Gog, before their eyes. Yeah. Thus saith the Lord God, art thou he of whom I have spoken in old time by my servants, the prophets of Israel. 
which prophesied in those days many years that I would bring thee against them? Wow. Well, there, there are lots of people that say, well, that, that's, that can't be a prophecy because that, that might not happen that way. Well, yes, it will. <laughs> because God said he's going to put hooks in their jaws. In other words, yeah, you, uh, I'm controlling the show here, that's buddy. Right. I'm going to make you do it. And it's for my glory that's, and for the glory of my people Israel. That's right. That's exactly what it is. There's yeah. No way around it. And then he says in verse 18 of chapter 38, And it shall come to pass at that same time when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. Yes. And if you're Jewish today and you're listening to this, I want you to understand how much God loves you. Amen. And we do too. Amen. Our wish for you before the rapture is that you get saved. Yes. Is that you get saved. Yeah, because it would be better for you to do that and be taken in the rapture than to have to suffer through the tribulation. And that's the, one of the next things we're going to talk about during this study, if you let me get to it. Okay. <laughs> but, but folks, we're having so much fun here, we hardly stand it. Okay. Uh, um, where were we, guys? Oh, verse 19, uh, we said that, In my jealousy and the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the field and all creeping things that creep upon the earth and all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence and the mountains shall be thrown down and the steep places shall fall and every wall shall fall to the ground and I will call for a sword against him Throughout all my mountains, saith the Lord God, every man's sword shall be against his brother. And what's going to happen? He's going to cause confusion in this army. They're going to kill one another. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. Yep. And I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood. Look at God's anger is raised against these nations that will gather against his elect nation who are in the land totally after the rapture. I will plead against him with pestilence, with blood, and I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon many people that are with him and overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. I will magnify myself and sanctify myself and I will be known in the eyes of many nations and they shall know that I am the Lord. And that's what this is all about. Yep. Do you know God today? Do you know where you're going to be one day? Yes. Mm -hmm. My yes. wife says yes. My son says yes. <laughs> and I believe them both because they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't this interesting? Now, Let's continue. This gets kind of ugly. Kind of. And, 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 and better, by the way. Therefore, thou son of man, 
He's talking to Ezekiel. Prophesy against Gog. That's chapter 39, right? Chapter 39. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and leave but a sixth part of thee. Wow. That's all that's going to be left of this humongous army that's coming down from the northern parts, probably Russia and all of their allies coming against Israel. And, and there's only going to be a... Now, did Israel destroy these people? No, God does. God does. That's right. Verse 3 of chapter 39, I will smite thy bow out of thy left hand and will cause thine arrows to fall out of thy right hand. None of your weapons are going to do it any good. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all thy bands and the people that is with thee. I will give thee into the ravenous birds of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. God's going to clean up the land of all the dead uh, by, with buzzards. Yep. Man. Verse 5 of chapter 39. Thou shalt fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. If God said it, it's so. It's going to happen. And I will send a fire upon Magog and among them that dwell carelessly in the isles, and they shall know that I am the Lord. I will make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel. Makes me want to cry for joy for the nation Israel. But now I'm weeping tears of sorrow because they're not in the land yet. And and they're still and they're still here before the rapture. And they still need to be saved by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. Please, Jewish people, do it. Yes. Verse 7. Verse 6, rather, in chapter 39. And I will send a fire on Magog and among them that... Oh, I, I read that. I will make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel. I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, it is come and it is done saith the Lord God, this is the day wherein I have spoken. And they that dwell in the cities of Israel shall go forth and shall set on fire and burn the weapons and the shields and the bucklers and the bows and the arrows and the handstaves and the spears and they shall burn them with fire seven years Wow, how's that for a bonfire? Man, so that they shall take no wood out of the field, neither cut down any of the forest, for they shall burn the weapons with fire. They shall spoil those that spoiled them and rob those that robbed them, saith the Lord. Wow, and it shall come to pass in that day that I will give unto Gog a place there of graves in Israel. You want to come against Israel? Mm -hmm. You're all going to die. And we're going to bury you. 
And I will give unto the Gog a place there of graves in Israel, the valley of passengers on the east of the sea, and it shall stop the noses of the passengers. <laughs> and there shall yeah. be, that's going to be quite a smell, all the dead people. Yeah. And they shall bury Gog and all his multitude, and they shall call it the valley of Haman Gog. And seven months, seven months burying the dead shall the Israel shall Israel, house of Israel be burying them that they may cleanse the land. Yea, and all the people of the land shall bury them. It shall be to them a renown the day that I will be glorified, saith the Lord God. And so everybody in Israel will take part in the burying of this enemy. Uh, and and that'll be for the glory of God. Ooh. Listen, folks, it'll be good to give God the glory now, wouldn't it? And yeah. he says, and they shall sever out men of continual employment and the people that'll be working for seven months. Uh, and, the, uh, and the passengers that pass through the land, when any see a man's bone, then shall he set up a sign on it. On it until the, and so if you're a visitor to Israel after this, uh, and you find a dead body that, that's still up, you, you put a sign up, write a, write a note, yeah. put it on a stake so that the barriers can come yes. along and bury it. Wow. Verse 16, and also the name of the city shall be Hamona, thus shall they cleanse the land. This is amazing. And this is what's going to happen to Israel after the rapture. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be restored to the land, but then the Rus Russians will invade and then God will respond. Wow. Whew. So let's go to um, Ezekiel 39, verse 25. <coughs> and and I think we'll end this episode with these verses and maybe continue it next, yeah. next Saturday. Yeah, because there's a lot more. We got to talk about the tribulation oh, period and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So, okay. So. Uh, therefore, thus saith the Lord God, now will I bring again the captivity of Jacob and have mercy upon the whole house of Israel and will be jealous for my holy name after that they have borne their shame yep. and all their trespasses where they were by they have trespassed against me when they dwelt safely in their land and none made them afraid. When I brought them again from the people and gathered them out of their enemies' lands, and I sanctified in them in the sight of many nations. And then, these words are clear. Be sure and get these memorized. And then shall they know that I am the Lord their God, which caused them to be led into captivity among the heathen. But I have gathered them unto their own land and have left none of them any more there. Neither will I hide my face any more from them, for I have poured out my spirit upon the house of Israel, saith the Lord God. Amen and amen. Wow.
well, wait a minute. Did I say that this was a mystery within a mystery? You did. Let's look at Romans chapter 11. Two minutes, Pastor. Well, I can finish reading these verses. Romans chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. For I would not, brethren, have you be ignorant of this mystery. By the way, we've shown you the mystery from the Old Testament. Yeah. It was prophesied. That's right. He said, behold, that ye should, uh, he said, my, I would not, brethren, you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so all Israel shall be saved. For it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, and I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Whereas ye in times past have not believed God, yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief, even so have these also now not believed that through your mercy they may also obtain mercy. Three seconds. If you're a Jew and you're listening, please be saved today. God bless you. God loves you. You're his elect nation. Do the right thing. Come to him now by grace through faith and be saved. Amen. Believe in Jesus. And Gentiles, your fullness has not come in yet. You too, please be saved today. Amen.